We were all good. Better than good. She looked at me to back her up and I had to agree. Everything had changed in the last year for all of us. Before the band, we were all lost in our own way. And then, somehow, we happened. And together we were strong and cool and rock hard and in-your-face awesome. We all thought Naomi was in that place too. That she didn't need to run away anymore. Until last night. That night we were out all night all over town. Every place we ever went to with her, we went to again without her. The places we told our parents about, the places we didn't. The clubs we should have been too young to get into. Hot and stinking of sweat and hormones, battling our way through a heaving mass of dancers trying to catch a glimpse of her. We slunk in the shadows, in alleys down the back of pubs where you could score, talking in low voices to nervous kids with shadows for eyes who offered bags of skunk. That night we said no. We visited places behind unmarked doors where you have to know someone to get in. Dark basement rooms where people still smoked inside until the air was thick with it, and the music was so loud it made your ears ring, your chest vibrate, and the floor jump to the beat under your feet. We went to all of those places, and everywhere else. The park on the estate where we go to muck around. The riverside, alien and overlooked by millionaire apartment blocks. Vauxhall Bridge, our bridge, the one we've walked across so often, shouting to make ourselves heard over the traffic that it feels kind of like a mate, kind of like a witness. Finally, we went to that empty betting shop with the broken door and a mattress in the back where some kids go when they want a place to be alone. Some kids, but never me, because one of the things I really hate is being alone. Hour after hour of that night went by, and we were sure with every moment that passed we'd find her, that she was pulling one of her stunts, the kind of thing she did when she was hurting and needed to be noticed. We were sure our best friend and bandmate, Naomi, would be somewhere in a place that only we knew. She would be waiting for us to find her. Because you couldn't just exist one day and vanish the next. That makes no sense at all. No one just disintegrates into thin air without leaving some kind of trace behind. That's what we told ourselves that night we looked. And the night after that. And all the nights that followed. Until our parents told us we had to stop. That she'd come home when she was ready. And then the police stopped looking. Because she'd run away so many times before. But it never felt like that to us. It didn't feel the same as before because she wasn't the same as before. Not that they listened, with their bored expressions and blank notebooks. What could they possibly know? So we looked and looked for Naomi, long after everyone else stopped. We looked everywhere. But she wasn't anywhere. All we could find were the spaces where she used to be. One. Today, life goes on. That's what everyone says. We have to keep getting up, going to school, coming home, thinking about shit like exams that are happening soon, and hope, pray, and trust, and a load of other bullshit nothing they keep saying to us. 
Life goes on. But that's a lie. Because the night Naomi vanished, she pressed a big fucking pause button. Days tick by, and weeks and seasons and all of that shit. But not anything else. Not really. It's like we've all been holding our breath for eight weeks. Because I'll tell you what they don't say anymore. They don't say she'll come home when she's ready. I see her older sister, Ashira, at school, head down, closed off like she doesn't want anyone to get near. And her mum and dad wandering around the supermarket, staring at stuff without really seeing it. Even though it's Nye who's gone missing, they're the ones that look lost. And yes, once she would have run away to make everyone look for her. She would have because once she thought that kind of psychodrama was a big deal. But she hasn't for a long time.